it's Sarah Gilligan, looking back at Gaulish history. Hi, Sarah. Hello, Jeanette. Now, I hear that you've been doing some more research this week. Yes, I was editing the podcast and I got to the mention of the pug hole and I thought, I'm going to find out what pug hole does mean. <laughs> so I looked it up and I found it in the Macquarie Dictionary. It is a South Australian term for a clay pit. A clay pit, so not a dog pit like no, I was imagining. No, little, little no. Little pug animals. Yes, not animals, rubbish, not a rubbish tip, tip as like I we thought. thought. Yeah. It's a clay pit. And particularly around the west of Adelaide, there was quite a few clay pits. So the Brickworks Market is apparently built over the top of a pug hole. Oh, there you go. And there was an old racetrack down in western Adelaide that was also built on a pug hole. So, there's a few. so what they've used the pug holes for? They got used the clay for brick making. Oh, right, there you go. So there's a little bit of South Australian history there. And a unique South Australian <laughs> term, which is cool. So, what's the news? So, 150 years ago, the Bunyip printed a story about Goose Island. So it says that Goose Island is not quite as goosey as the name implies. The Gawler Corporation have announced the sale of the Goose Island footbridge, recently dislocated by the river floods. In the meantime, the islanders have removed the bridge to the Manapara side of the river, out of the reach of the municipal hands, the intention being to reinstate it for public good. That's interesting, isn't it? There's a lot of little... It said, obviously, the river must have been the council boundary at the time, I guess, because mm. Gawler had multiple councils. Because they had a Manapara council yes, 150 yes. years ago. Yes. So, but it's interesting, the islanders, I don't think anyone ever actually lived on the area we call Goose Island. Goose Island, yes. the people that lived in that area, because mm. they would have used the bridge to cross, to get into Gawler. There you so, go. Mm. That's an amusing little tale. It is. I like how recently dislocated by river floods. It's a yes. way, interesting way to describe it. It is. There were spring bridges across the river around Goose Island for a long time, and I was actually just looking through old Gawler photos the other day and looking at photos of the spring bridges, but they'd be a lot more recent than this. But they got washed away too, so I think there's been a lot of bridges washed away. Yeah, well, the only way I'm familiar with Goose Island is that it was opened up for car parking during Christmas shopping hours. <laughs> That's oh. the extent of my knowledge. Many years ago, back in 2004, my friend and I organised a festival on Goose Island. Ah, oh, there you go. could be an amazing location if it was used mm. well. I have to go have a look at it. Yeah. So it was happening 100 years ago. 100 years ago, the paper reported on a fire at Cockatoo Valley. So it says, in the early morning of Tuesday of last week at about 4.30am, the Cockatoo Valley wine-licensed house was totally destroyed by fire. Mr Wilhelm Bansmeer, the licensee and owner, was awakened by what he thought was a heavy stone rolling on the roof. He got up to ascertain that the cause... Oh, to ascertain the cause, and found that the premises at the back was a mass of flames. Van Smeer hurried back to the bedroom he had vacated and awakened the other occupant, a boy, and the pair had just time to grab together a few clothes and escape before the roof collapsed. Nothing could be done to stop the flames and the building was gutted, nothing but the bare walls and chimneys standing. Wow. Yeah. That would have been frightening to wake up to that. Mm. Yes. I don't think there's probably... Never been replaced either. There's a pub at Sandy Creek, but not Cockatoo mm. Valley. Yeah, I wonder if the chimneys could still be found there today. Quite possibly the walls mm. and chimneys would still be there. So what was happening 50 years ago? So 50 years ago, an urgent call for more classrooms was made. 
So the article says record enrolments at Gawler High School on Monday this week resulted in urgent requisitions for two more classrooms plus desks, chairs and other equipment. The full enrolment figure is not finalised but is expected to reach close to 900. Yesterday morning, two prefabricated classrooms were delivered to the school, but it will be about two weeks before they will be ready to use. So 50 years ago, the Gawler High School was booming with enrolments. Yes, yes. it was probably fairly new then. Mm. And of course, there was really no other secondary schools around Gawler. That was, that mm. was it. But uh, I imagine those prefabricated classrooms <laughs> were... Full of asbestos yes. and <laughs> other materials that yes. have probably been ripped down by... Today, yes. I'd hope. Yes. Uh, probably some of them are still there. Mm, that's true. Yeah. I know that actually Gawler High School is meant to be undergoing some renovations this year. So I know that received quite a bit yes. of federal government yeah. funding or state government funding recently. They have in recent years. They, mm. uh, a few years ago, during the stimulus package, they got mm. a lot of funding and did a lot of rebuilding then. Mm. It's a great school. So what was happening 25 years ago? So 25 years ago story with the headline, Best Yield for Years Expected, was published. It says, After a disappointing vintage last year, a smile has returned to Eddie Shild's face. Along with other local grape growers, Mr Shild is looking forward to harvesting some of the best yields in years. But he says his fingers are still crossed at this stage because conditions during the next few weeks could influence the final outcome. So um, it's interesting, actually, today one of my journalists attended the Chateau Tananda for the ringing oh, of the bell right. for the start of the vintage. vintage. Yeah, mm-hmm. so it was that time yeah. of year where I think yes. farmers will be ready to start bringing in their crop from next week. Yes, I wonder what this year's will be like, given the cool mm. summer we've had. Yeah, it would be interesting to hear. Yes. Yeah, probably better than last year's, the heat wave. Yeah, let's hope so. And I know, like, with the bushfires as well, a lot of the grapes the were affected across, yes. yeah, across yes. the region from the smoke. Mm. So 25 years ago, it's probably a good vintage if you can mm. get it still. That's it. So what's happening 10 years ago? So 10 years ago, a Roseworthy farmer called for trains to ease pressure. So another ag story here. It says, with grain processing companies under the pump this year because of the record harvest, some local farmers are suggesting a switch back to rail to ease the workload and waiting times for farmers. The Viterra grain handling site at Roseworthy is located on the existing railway line and the site previously utilised the line to transport grain from the site to Port Adelaide where it was loaded onto ships for export. Trucks are now used to take the grain down to the port and Roseworthy farmer Tony Fotheringham said using the railway for grain transporting would not only make things run more efficiently but it would also reduce transport costs. So it's interesting because today the farmers are still calling for the return of the oh, rail. Wow. And yes. I know that a, quite a few local politicians are interested in this because of like the wear and tear on our roads yes. from the heavy vehicles. Yeah, it's that call again to reuse mm. the rail lines. And it's more efficient, it's better for the economy, it's better mm. for the environment. Yeah, so, you just wonder yeah. why they stopped yes. using them. I grew up near the train line, so I do like to see yeah, trains. Yeah, yeah, that's it. You know, it's, if it's better for the farmers, like cheaper yes. for them to do so, yes. then yeah, it's a shame that these lines mm. are no longer in use. It is, it is. Actually, in the end, having rural train lines, even if you had a passenger carriage on, mm. would be so nice. 
Yes. At one stage, they did start up a line train to the glossy. It didn't oh, last very long. Goodness, the wine train. A few months, oh, we hear a lot about fantastic. the wine train here. It fantastic. Every article on Facebook, bring back the wine train. I mean, I mean, <laughs> well, I know there's, uh, there's a few yeah. things in the works for that. So, yeah. Well, that's all we have for you this week, Jeanette. Thank you very much, Sarah. Thank you. And we'll see you next week. See you next week.